Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everyone. I'm Marcos Villegas. And today's guest is former 1FC and Bellator welterweight champion and retired MMA fighter Ben Askren. Askren goes in depth with me on his highly publicized fight with YouTuber Jake Paul on April 17th. As we discuss him coming out of retirement for this fight, his transition from MMA to boxing, how he linked up with Freddie Roach, if he will come back to MMA, and why he feels he will knock out Jake Paul. Before we start, make sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. You can also find the video version of this interview via our YouTube channel. Now we present to you, Ben Askren. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? I'm Marcos Villegas. This is Fight Up TV, and I'm being joined with Ben Askren, who fights Jake Paul coming up April 17th on Triller in Atlanta, Georgia, in a uh, pay-per-view. Ben, uh, thank you so much for uh, doing this interview with us. And you know what? You're you're a, a guy that's been able to do one thing that I don't think either athletes uh, in MMA or boxing has been able to do. You've been able to kind of like bring the two fandoms together. You're like the hero we <laughs> need right now, but not the hero we deserve. Because yeah, you know what? I don't know why. I don't know why boxing and MMA people MMA people can't get along. And really. You know, I know everyone likes to be with their own tribe and whatnot, but the way I see it is like all combat sports have a lot of similarities. Now, there are technical differences, but, you know, I was just telling someone this the other day. It's like whether you're a wrestler, an MMA fighter, a boxer, a kickboxer, a Muay Thai fighter, jiu-jitsu, like you're a combat athlete. And if you get to the top of that field, it takes something special. And so, you know, really, no matter what discipline someone is, I have a lot of respect for them if they're a fighter. Uh, and so I don't understand why there is so much. Yeah, I would say like fighting, it's one big bubble. I don't understand why there's so much infighting between all the different combat sports. Have you noticed, though, that both fandoms are rooting for you and are getting behind you? Uh, yeah, I would say. Well, I would say it's more just everyone hates Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's what that's what it comes down to. Nobody likes this guy. And it's uh, it's kind of out of my kind of out of my era you know i'm 36 so i i i've heard i heard, had heard of jake and logan paul but i didn't know what they were all about and usually i i try to be i have tried to be and i am relatively polarizing so you know it's gonna go 50 50 probably if people like me or don't like me or cheering for me cheering against me and on this one people freaking hate this dude so yeah there's a lot of people cheering for me were you aware of Jake and, and Logan before the, the fight got made? And if you were, what was your like honest opinion of, of what they, they did and, and what they were doing prior to this? Yeah. Well, I would say there was a recognition of them. I just, like I said, I didn't know what they did, you know, and I knew Logan Paul, I, well, I think they're both wrestlers. Logan Paul had, I don't want to say a lot of success, but you know, he was like decently tough. Um, so I kind of heard that, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you like, what are they known for? Like, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that Jake was like a Disney kid star. You know, I, w- I would have no, I had no, no, no idea. And so now, um, you know, now all my high school kids and my middle school kids that I coach my wrestling academies, 
they know these guys. So they're kind of like filling me in on everything. But uh, so I guess what I've gathered to this point is Logan's a little more mature and likable. Um, and Jake's just a dipshit is kind of what I'm gathered. <laughs> you know, what do you make that? This is so strange. We, we live in a time where you're going and you're fighting a, a, a YouTuber in a really anticipated fight. This is going to be a big event. A lot of people are going to be tuning into this. Yes. I mean, I was actually just at Freddie's gym and um, there was a guy, uh, I think he works for um, one of the box promotions. He was just saying how strange this is that, you know, and I'm like, yeah, man, like, I mean, I came up fighting and, you know, in the first couple of fights, I didn't make barely any money. Like I'm making more money for this than I did for any title fight I ever fought. And that notion is just like, it's almost mind blowing, but it's one of those things where it's like, that's just the way the world works. And you can get pissed about it, but that's how it works, period, you know? And these guys bring a lot of attention around them to the fight. And then, right, attention draws dollars, and dollars pay fighters, and that's how it goes. Do you at least give Jake credit? Do, do you have respect for, for what he's trying to do? Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't think there's much respect to be given in effort right and i always talk to my athletes about this is like you can try and trying is great but essentially like your the outside people are going to judge you for what you do right so it's like you know kid says oh well, i was feeling really bad in that match well, i'm like well you don't see that in a record book right you don't see asterisk he felt bad that day asterisk he had a flu that day so it's like you jake paul um, he's beat up Nate Robinson and some other YouTuber, both of whom have never fought. And, and now he's fighting me, which is like, I taking steps up the rung, right? I have no, I have no <laughs> ideas that I'm a high level boxer. I am not. I just think I'm good enough to beat up Jake Paul. So it's like, you know, he's going to take a few more steps up the ladder till we have respect for what he does. And so, and I think that's kind of where a lot of fighters get pissed off. It's like, no, they don't respect him. They've been doing this. You know, I'm at the, uh, I was afraid it's like, well, this one amateur, he's got 170 amateur fights. And this other guy, he's got 100. He's got 14 pro fights. It's like those guys, well, you know, I respect what they've done to this point. But Jake's only had two fights against guys who were terrible. With that being said, you know, you, you brought up a point about, uh, you know, your, your boxing. And coming into this fight, a lot of people feel that Jake is going to win, which when I look, when I step outside of my role as this and look at what you've done, because, you know, I follow MMA, to me, it just makes me scratch my head because, you know, I actually had a conversation with a friend and he had told me that he felt that Jake would win this fight. And I'm like, bro, Ben's been in there with freaking killers, man. Yeah. And they haven't been able to put him out with four yeah. ounce gloves. I'm like, if Robbie besides the Maserol knee, that's the only time. Yeah, well, I'm like, dude, if Rob, like Jake Paul, uh, I don't know, maybe he does. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but like to me on the surface, yeah. I'm like, there's no way that that Jake Paul can hit harder than Robbie Lawler in four ounce gloves. And I'm like, maybe it'll go rounds, but I just don't see a knockout. And and, and Ben has been in there in these situations with like certified killers. What do you make of the notion that? So many people people have you as the underdog and feel that Jake Paul's going to come in here and, and knock you out in this fight. I mean, I think that speaks more to the fact that the public is uneducated than, than anything else. Um, 
Yeah. So I, that's, that's what I'm up against. People are stupid. And I'm, I think I'm going to go in there and do really well. Uh, you know, obviously his boxing probably looks a little crisper than mine, maybe nicer, but at the end of the day, we're in a fist fight. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to get physical with him. And I've been in a lot of fist fights in my life. He's been in two against guys who weren't very good. And when it gets tough and there becomes some adversity, I think I'm going to respond really well to it. And I think he's going to respond really poorly. And, and frankly, I think that's going to be the difference. Yeah, no, it's it's you competing against people like that and, and also trial by fire. You've been in those situations where you had to really dig deep and, and you kept a clear head and, and knew how to respond in those types of situations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's right. That's when you say about fighters. It's like, well, Jake Paul hasn't been in the situations and you can simulate it in practice, but there's not really um, – there's nothing really that can compare to going out in the middle of a cage or a ring or a mat, shaking hands with another man, and you just got to figure out how to get it done, right? And in practice, you know, there's not that worry. Someone can only save you. A coach can help you. Your training partner is not really going to try to kill you. Um, and so when you're in and when you're yeah, out there in combat one on one, it's just different. And I feel like you know he's probably going to these these guys that are coaching him are making him think he's fucking Superman. And so when it, it gets out there and things are going his way a little bit, he's going to panic and he, he's not going to know how to react. Do you feel, I don't want to say resentful, but, but do you just like scratch your head or, or do you feel disrespected when, when people don't take all that into account and, and they, they look at it on the surface and they, no, they see your strike? No, I don't, I don't take that. I don't take that as disrespect. I just take that as um, uh, I was uneducated would be probably a better word for it. So th this week, obviously, you're in L.A. Uh, you've linked yep. up with Freddie Roach. Uh, wh what's been the focus of, of, of this week uh, for training with you in, uh, in Los Angeles with Freddie? Yeah, just, uh, I'm just kind of picking his brain, getting some game plan advice. Um, man, he, he's so funny, so smart. Um, really been awesome just, you know, getting to spend some time with him. Um, yeah, and just, that's it, kind of game plan, working on that and um, getting there working with him. What has he told you about approaching this fight? And what has he told you about what Jake Paul presents? Yeah, I, I think he, I mean, I think he thinks like everyone else is like, yeah, Jake, um, he looks good when he's doing some stuff, but he's not, he's not a high level fighter. He's not going to know some of the nuanced stuff. You know, he's going to have a good, strong one, two, he's going to move a little bit. And, um, but when it comes down to, you know, getting gritty when it gets tough or, you know, some of the more nuanced combinations or fighting on the inside. Um, you know, those are places where I can obviously excel. How did uh, you guys get linked up? Did you reach out to him? Did he reach out to you? How did that all happen? Yeah, just, uh, I just know people that know people. Yeah? And you're just like, hey, I, I yeah. want Freddie's help. Yeah. Uh, it's, all, this... it's awesome. Man. He's, he's, he's so cool. No, he's an encyclopedia, man. The guy's, uh, uh, you know, uh, Eddie Futch protege. And Eddie Futch is, is seen as one of the greatest boxing trainers uh, in history. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you bringing anyone else into camp? Like uh, what happens after this point uh, when you leave LA, do you go back um, yeah. to the East coast? Like what happens there? I, I'm from the Midwest, but Midwest. <laughs> well, you, um, your, your camps at what in, in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. I live, I live outside Milwaukee. So, yeah. um, yeah, I'll be in Vegas in two weeks. We're doing the press conference. I'm going to spend some time at the PI and train out there a little bit. Um, I haven't ruled out maybe coming back here for a week potentially. Um, 
And then I brought in this guy, K9. Um, he was a two-time world champ. Yeah, uh, I know Cornelius. He was kind of fun to work. He's kind of wild, but he was kind of fun to work with. He's a character, uh, right? He, he, he's a character. <laughs> yes. He is. <laughs> yes, he is. You'll, um, you'll find in boxing like, that there's so many funny characters that, that you're just yes. like, what in the hell? Like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things I love about I, I, you know, I just messaged him a few times, and the first day he came out, he walked in the gym, and I was kind of in my gym, you know, and then he was just like, let's go, and then we just went, you know, it was like, no small talk, no bullshit, no, let's get to know each other, it's like, let's go, and then we just went, you know, we, we went for about an hour and a half, and it was really good, and, um, you know, he's got great, a lot of footwork stuff with, with him, it was good stuff, and then you know, just talking about more defensive. And then, you know, Freddie was, Freddie so far has been a lot of offensive move forward, which, you know, that's kind of probably more my style, but it, it's good getting kind of everything as a perspective, how everything works together. And, you know, for me, it's been um, an awesome learning experience trying to, I, I never really tried to figure out boxing because I try, I tried to figure out MMA and, and boxing for MMA is different than boxing sig significantly and for many reasons. And so for me, it was like, okay, how do I get close enough to take someone down? And that's it. And now that I'm, um, you know, boxing to actually box it's like oh i can stay upstairs you know for example they won't be your front leg can be led a lot more right in mma you would never lead your front leg because they're either going to kick it or they're going to take you down really easily so you'd never ever stick your front leg out there um and that's like you know one just simple difference but there's there's quite a few of them that you know oh i would never do that in mma because i'm gonna get need right but in boxing like say rolling under a punch right MMA, you barely ever do that because this the, the idea, you know, you duck down right into a knee, boom, and you're done. So you wouldn't do that, you know? You'd block a different way. How how has, has this approach in terms of, like, conditioning been uh -huh. different from, like, your MMA camps? Has there been any differences there? Like, what can you tell me there? Well, I think the more – I think the boxing thing is it's, like, it's more simplistic. It's, like, run, jump rope, hit the bag, hit the pad, spar. Run, bag, hit the jump rope, hit the pad, spar, you know? In MMA, it's like there's just so many possibilities. You have to do your jiu-jitsu. You have to do your striking. You have to do your wrestling. And you have to you know, do it all together. So there's just like – it's almost more fun because it's just simpler and you can kind of focus on the small things a little more. Have you noticed that the, 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 in terms of getting your, your conditioning for an eight-round fight, has the process of getting – your conditioning been a lot different than what you would normally do for MMA in terms of like the, the road work you would do or, or some of the conditioning stuff you do on that aspect for an MMA camp? Um, no, I, I would kind of say, um, I would kind of say it's easier because again, with MMA, you have to do so many different things. Um, but in boxing, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, your shoulders, your legs, and that's really it, you know? I mean, even with your arms, it's like MMA, you're pulling all the time, right? MMA and boxing is pretty much just pushing, you know, rolling your body tight um, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I would say a little simpler, a little more nuanced. And that's probably why boxers are, are very clearly better at what they do than MMA fighters, but they also do a lot less, right? That the, the the skill set is much smaller, so you can be better. You have to be better at those. More, uh, more specialized. More, yeah. You can be more efficient because you can only do you can only do this many things. So you have to be very, very good at those. And, you're, and, and for the course of 10, 15, 20 years, you're practicing those couple things over and over and over again. So you get you get so good at it. I, I know there there's a lot of uh, hip movements in 
boxing. Uh, I know you had your hip surgery um, a few months ago, uh, or no, I, I think um, last year, uh, I believe. How's the hip been holding up uh, with the training? And I guess what differences have you noticed with uh, the the uh, the hip replacement uh, going into a, another camp now? Um, man, I, I would say that it is so much better. If I would have known how well my surgery was going to go, I would have I would have done it years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just from just from a regular everyday life, uh, it's just changed. Changed my life. I could sleep in one position for like five years and not, you know, because I was only, I was, I would wake up and if I even slept on my flat on my back for like five minutes, I would wake up in like a large amount of pain. Mm -hmm. Um, or just like, you know, walking around. I like, if I was at a right youth wrestling tournament, I was coaching all day. When I would go home, my, my back would hurt so bad. Um, uh, and now I don't have any of those things anymore. So it, it's been outstanding for me. Has it made you consider unretiring? No. No, <laughs> that was a resounding no. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? I actually, I grew up. I, I was always read biographies of athletes and a lot of boxers, and um, I kind of set my mind to it. But one of the things that I, I always read is no one retired in time and no one uh, saved enough money. And so those are two things I knew if I was going to be an athlete that I, I wasn't going to do. And so you know, actually, my initial retirement was in November of 2017. Um, and I, I had never had the opportunity to fight in the UFC. So when I got traded, I decided to come back. Um, uh, but then I retired again. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, is there some desire to compete? And like, that's kind of what this is, right? Kind of a hobby competition. Yeah, of course there is, but every athlete, you, there's the end of the road somewhere. Right. And so it's like, you might as well just figure out what, what else you're going to do in life and put, put some passion that you put into your sport into that other thing. And for me that, um, right now that's, wrestling academies my brother and i own five of them and uh you know i've been doing a lot of podcasting also so you know uh i have a lot of other things going on in life and so no i don't think at any point i will be a, a professional fighter again would i maybe hey i beat up jake paul and some other youtuber wants to get it yeah sure let's do it right i'm not gonna fight a pro boxer i'm not doing that no. but will i beat up another youtuber sure i'll do that that that's good because a, a lot of people after feeling good a, a lot of athletes would be like you know what man, let me try it again because this hampered me for so long. Yeah. Let me try it again. Let, let me see how I do now because I, I always felt that I was at a disadvantage because of this or that. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously there, there are some, some of those feelings for sure. Um, and then, you know, like I said, there's like that feeling of competition. Like, I love it. That's why I did it for so long. And you don't get that. Like, you don't get to walk to the cage in front of 20,000 fans. Just every day you know you don't get that feeling it's that feeling i would say it's like something you're kind of always going to miss but you have to replace it with something else in your life um and you know like again read if we go back to me reading athlete biography there's so many so many athletes who like never found that and that's why they have to keep fighting because they never find anything else to put their passion into and so that was really important for me to do as i got older yeah, man, that, that, that's a smart decision because a lot of people get lost after they retire yep. because they don't know they don't know what to do. And and because they've done that their whole entire life, they that's why, why you hear stories of, of fighters just going out of control and, and getting into problems. Yeah, because they, they lose their purpose, right? They get, they get done with their sport and they they lose their purpose. And um, and a lot of them, you know, additionally, if I go too deep, they a lot of them have their identity tied to yeah. their sports success. So when they don't have that sports success, they, they don't know how to carry themselves and they, they lose a lot of self-esteem and, 
Yeah, it can be down downhill. So again, I read a lot of biographies growing up, and I, I so I kind of had my mind set as I got older of like how I needed to carry myself and move forward. Yeah, the uh, the the fame, the attention, it, it's a mofo, man. It, it's it's yeah. like an addiction. It's a drug, you know. It it gave a lot of those guys a high. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's there's no joke on that one, right? Yeah, man. Um, so approaching this fight, uh, Ben, are you? taking this as serious as like one of your MMA fights or are you looking at it like oh, this Jake Paul guy, I'm going to smash this guy like pretty easily. No, like I, I, I got to train, but yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, especially with the fact that, you know, if it was MMA or wrestling, it's like, I, that's like ride a bicycle. I could do those things. Right. But with boxing, it's like, I, I got to put my mind to this thing. Cause I don't, I don't really know how to box. Right. So I'm, fig I'm figuring it out as I go. So yeah, I would say with, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it seriously. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to try to do it right. Um, and it's, again, it's not like I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to make a career out of this and do this 20 more times. It's like, I'm going to do this and who knows if it happened another time. Sure. Right. I think fighting's fun. So why not? But you know, it's like, okay, focus on this for, you know, 12 weeks and then I'll go back to my regular life. How do you implement your style into a a boxing format because I, I i think this is the thing that people aren't thinking of either you know they're, they're thinking of is is a straight boxing fight and and i'm like when this was announced i was thinking like well if i was in ben's position i would be like okay what what did i do well in mma and how do i transition that into a boxing fight because at the end of the day because you have a guy that's only had two pro fights i'm like it, it, it's a fight you're, you're, yeah, you're going fight. in there to fight the guy not to box yeah. him because that you know that that's a, more advantageous to you Yes, I, I think oh, I think that's a, I think that's exactly it. It's like it's a fight, and I don't have to be this pretty boxer. I can get in there and pressure him and get dirty with him and and, and fight him hard. And that's kind of like something he probably hasn't felt. That's probably something even the good boxers in his camp don't really know how to give him some of those looks that I'm going to give him. And that's kind of um, and honestly, I mean, and this is this is a problem with a lot of really high paid boxers. Um, is a lot of them when they get that money. They're, they're paying their coaches, right? And then the coaches work for them. So their coaches can't give it to them straight. Yes, man. Because otherwise they're showing the door, you know? Yep. Um, and so, you know, it's like Jake Paul, are those guys really trying to whip his ass? Because I don't think he's the kind of guy that likes that. And he's the one with the money. And, these, you know, I feel like these other jabronis are kind of hangers on. Um, and so they're kind of just saying all the right things to make him happy. You still think you drown him and you end up uh, stopping yeah. him seven eight, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. You know he's uh, bringing in a lot of help. Obviously, um, a guy that you fought, Jorge Masvidal, has been giving him pointers. And a lot of MMA. I I'm surprised. I would have thought like a lot of the the people from the MMA community, uh, at least the fighters, and some have, but a lot have been siding like with him. You know, what, what do you make of, of, of some of the guys, you know, helping Jake or, or supporting Jake as opposed to helping like their guy, like someone from the MMA community going and, and fighting Jake? Yeah, I, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, it's not like I don't really see that community thing. Like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't like a lot of people in the MMA community. I mean, there's a lot that I did like, but there's also a bunch I didn't like. And so, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, same same here in the uh, <laughs> in this sphere as it's well. Everywhere, my right? man. It's everywhere. There's some good people. There's some bad people. People you don't care about, it's kind of you know. That, that's yeah. true. Uh, I I gotta ask this question. Just uh, how are you expecting the? I know it sounds cliche, but I, I guess how are you expecting Jake to approach this fight? How do you how do you think he's gonna come at you? 
Yeah, I think I think like I said, he's, he's going to buy into this hype that he's this killer. And he's probably going to come out with you know some pretty boxing and trying and thinking I'm going to go away quickly. That's mm. probably what I think is going to happen. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I know uh, this went a little longer <laughs> than what we oh, anticipated, but it's a, it's a good chat. With, with that said, though, um, in this fight, I feel that like a a, a big question that i have is the distance and what you're gonna do inside there just knowing because i come from a wrestling background and you do you wrestle yeah i wrestled i wrestled i wasn't yeah. very good but i wrestled i came from a wrestling background okay um and i know uh, the, what i would do when i learned how to box is i liked fighting on the inside because i yeah. realized that a lot of, of boxers don't know how to pummel mm -hmm. and you know with with the underhooks they had a lot of trouble with people pummeling and switching up the underhooks and then me able to work hooks yeah. uh, to the body and to the upper. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is an interesting part. I, I want to see how, uh, how uh, Ben is going to, going to try to implement something like that in, in, into this fight with Jake. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing I've been noticing, I do like the fight. I've been noticing these good boxers. They don't like the underhooks quite as much because they, they pinch your glove, you know? Mm -hmm. So they're kind of like more wrapping a lot of the, they like the outside. They, well, they, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The outside, they like wrapping on the outside. Yeah. Because then, well, then they can get you know they can get loose and throw something off that. But that opens them up the, from from the inside. Kind of that that's why I I always saw like you know uh, when when I was learning boxing I'm like why aren't they working on the inside I'm like the body body hook hook right there upper and I'm like uh. yeah yeah so I know I love I love that space I'm very comfortable there yeah ultimately from uh this point on uh till fight night uh ben you know you said you're going to vegas you're are you closing out camp there in in vegas or, or what are you doing from uh, no, now till the end I'll, yeah i'll probably be walking for the close of my camp yep mm -hmm. with that being said man i i think uh, i went through everything that uh i was interested in in, in this fight just overall are, are you are you happy at, at where you at right now yeah yeah it's been uh um Come, it came back fast. I mean, I hadn't punched, I hadn't punched anything since I retired from MMA, which was uh, October of 2019. So I hadn't punched anything for quite a while. Um, but it came back sore? fast. Did you get sore and tight like Tyson? Um, not that, not that sore. I don't think. I mean, a little bit, but not, not terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, it's coming together. It's coming together. You're happy with it? Sure. Very happy. All right. Ben, man, hey, it was a good chat. Thank you so much, man. Uh, really a pleasure to, to talk to you. Uh, ben Askren going up against Jake Paul coming up on Triller in Atlanta, April 17th on uh, Pay-Per-View. Ben, man, thank you. Peace. Thanks a lot. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.